Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It is time to head out to the Toyota of Hollywood Hotline. Shop hundreds of Toyotas indoors in one of America's largest showrooms at Toyota of Hollywood on 441 between Hollywood and Sheridan. All right, Woody. From Coral Springs High School, Broward County, I said it. Coral Springs High School. Now big star at CBS, Pete Prisco joins us this morning. Pete, how you doing? Good, Joe. How are you? Man, I'm, are you ha- good? I'm hanging in there. Thanks. Uh, it was, I, I ain't going to lie to you. Monday Night Football, d- dumbass here with four minutes left, looks at Jimmy Cephalo and says, hey, Jimmy, this is what you do, man, when you're a good team. You don't play your best game, and you find a way to win and that's what we're going to get in this one. And the next thing you know, they go on two of the fastest two-minute drills I've ever seen right down the field twice. Hell, they scored so quickly they gave Tua like almost two minutes to, to try to, to win it. So, anyway, it was a crazy finish. It hurt a little bit. When you Let me ask you this. When, when they were going down for the first two-minute drill, you're sitting there saying, okay, they might score, but that's, they're not going to score twice, right? That's what you were saying to yourself. And I'm sitting there thinking, okay, can they possibly do it twice? That's a bad loss for Miami, man. It really is. And now it doesn't just take them, you know, make them a long shot to get the number one seed, but it puts the division in play in a big way. And, and that's the worst thing about it because they have, you know, they've been leading that division the entire time, but now that's back in play. So yeah. that's a mm. damning loss for them. It really is. Yeah, it's funny you said that because, yeah, I'm guessing the Bills are going, hey, we, we're not out of this yet. And I know what the Jets are thinking. The Jets are thinking, well, we got a better defense than those guys have with Tennessee. We might, we might be able to go down there, especially if Tyreek doesn't play and we got a chance to pretty much shut that offense out. So, yeah, I think a lot of things come into play after after that damn game, and you know the the last three games. So uh, what would you think? Tyreek missed about half the game, as you know. I did not realize. I know this sounds stupid, and, and I'll get ripped for saying this. I didn't realize there was going to be such a drop-off on how much they were going to miss him. Having him out for the first time this year that long uh, to what happened to that offense when he was out. Yeah, and you know, it goes back to the argument: who, who's the MVP of that offense? Is it Tyreek or is it Tua? And I, I traditionally lean to the quarterback. I still would because you don't want to be playing with your backup quarterback for an extended period of time. But yeah, the offense changed. The the dynamic changed. But more than that, I think the offense changed when Connor Williams went out too. 
I mean, now point. you're down to three three offensive linemen, and he's the guy at the line of scrimmage that has to get it, get everybody lined up and get the right calls and everything. And I think that changed as well. Um, and Tua was sped up. That's the one thing you notice from that game. He was sped up. And over the course of the, the you know the season, he hasn't been sped up. He's the guy doing the getting the ball out on time. This time, he seemed to almost be sped up a little bit because of the pass rush, and, and it just didn't work. They took away the middle of the field. They dared him to throw outside, particularly when Hill went out. And it didn't work. So, yeah, it's, it's a concern, Joe. It really is. And they got to get healthy. It, it, it really does become a survival test in this league nowadays. You hope like heck you can make it through without major injuries. But if you have them, you have yeah. big problems. And, and you're seeing that around the AFC. Think about the AFC right now. You know, the Burrow's out. I mean, you don't have him in the lineup. The Browns are playing with the backup. And, you know, Steelers are playing with the backup. Uh, C.J. Stroud has a concussion. I mean, you know, yeah. Trevor Lawrence got hurt. He played, but he got hurt. I mean, you, you look around the whole landscape, and it's a survival test. It has uh, all good points, by the way, about Tua and uh, being comfortable and, and all those things. I, I totally agree in that game. So I, uh, I, I got to bring this to you. I don't know if you heard about Cam Newton's podcast about system quarterbacks. Here, here's what he had to say. Yeah, Lamar Jackson, obviously Patrick Mahomes, Dak Prescott, Brack Parody, like, But Brock, let's – they're not winning because of him. He's not turning the ball over. He's managing the game. And if we were to put that in its own right as game managers, Brock, Parody, Tua Tonga Valoa, Jared Goff, and really Dak Prescott. Mm. These are game managers. They're, they're not difference makers. And when you say game manager, I'm not asking you to go out and win the game. I'm just asking you not to lose. Not to lose the game. That's, listen, <laughs> I don't give a damn what you do. You don't have to score every time. You just don't have to throw a pick every time either. If we're going to really call a spade a spade, a game manager is different than a game changer. So uh, that was Cam Newton who uh... – Obviously not not happy with the way things have kind of ended with his NFL career. And even though he's a one-time MVP and ended up having a nice career as a first overall pick, what are your thoughts on Cam Newton's comments about that group of Purdy, Tua, and Dak, and the rest of them? Well, I, I think what he's trying to say is they're not the win, you know, win because of, they're the win with. And he's probably not wrong about that in terms of are they the elite like Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes and and Joe Burrow no they're not but they're right under them and they've played elite football some of those guys Tua was playing elite football this year uh at moments uh Dak Prescott's probably going to be the MVP or if he continues on this little stretch that he's playing at and and so are they Guy, you know, Purdy's the next MVP guy. You look at those two, they're probably one, two. So are they elite quarterbacks? Probably not. Are they playing at an elite level? Some of them are. And so I, I think that's where, he, that's where he's trying to go with that. Because there are only so many guys that you can look at them and say, yep, he's elite. He's elite. He, everybody around him gets better. Because, and when they're not playing well, he will you know, rise above it and make sure they do play well and they can take him to a victory. And Josh Allen does that. Patrick Mahomes does that. Joe Burrow does that. Lamar Jackson does that at times. Does Tua do that? Can he do that? Uh, to be determined. Dak Prescott in the big games, to be determined. So I think he, he, he's not wrong um, the way he said it, but I think they're much more, by the way, than game managers. Yeah, I just don't think you can hold it against guys that they play in a Mike McDaniel or a Shanahan system or, 
or they have really good players playing with them. Uh, listen, I, I don't disagree that Josh Allen and, and Mahomes do things. I mean, you, you see him, Allen going out of bounds and drops a perfect pass in there. You're going, my God, that's like – and you see it with Mahomes. If Mahomes could just catch the ball after he throws it, they'd be really good. And speaking of that, how bad is that Kansas City receiving group? I mean, it's oh, really bad. It's bad. It's bad. And, and Rasheed Rice is starting to get going a little bit. But you know what else is bad? The tackles haven't played well either. And that's been a combination of the receivers dropping balls, nobody emerging outside, uh, you know, and, and then the tackles getting more pressure in his face. And, and I was there last week. I did, we actually went and did that game. And it was, uh, it was incredible to see that that team against that defense, because the Buffalo defense, they're getting better, but they're, they're missing so many guys. They didn't move the football consistently. And it's just so surprising to see a Chiefs offense like that and so there's major concerns about their offense uh, everybody in the yeah. AFC has concerns you know you look at it I, I said this on Twitter the other day is anybody in the AFC any good and the Ravens fans came at me they were in a whisker of losing at home to the Rams the other day yes, I mean you know the Rams are playing good football but they probably should have lost that game the Ravens so uh you know the AFC is wide open again it's, it, it's who can stay healthy down the stretch and get hot at the right time because I think anybody can win in the AFC you All know right. what, by the way nobody yeah. in the AFC wants Buffalo in there Nobody. No, I agree. They don't want the Bills in. They I don't, don't think you have to in. tell Dolphin fans that. We've seen we've seen it since that guy's taken over a quarterback. It's not easy to beat that team, and he has some of his best games against the Miami Dolphins. So, hey, Pete, i got to ask you this one. Officiating is uh, just getting a crap beat out of him. You were at the game to see the offsides call, and I'm sure you've seen every angle of it. And I'm just curious, what was your take on that that call before we get into overall officiating? What did you think about lining up offsides? Well, he lined up offsides. It was the right call. But more than that, there, he actually, I, I thought when I watched the tape, I, I thought he actually picked off Kelsey's man down the field and actually should have been called for OPI, <laughs> even more so, and they missed that one. But, I mean, look, you know, anybody who plays wide receiver knows you got to look outside. Am I okay? Yes, you're good. You know, and he looked, but he didn't ask. You know, that was the thing. He looked, he glanced out there, but he never asked. And I, and I watched it closely. He looked back inside, he never asked. And so, yeah, it was a penalty. And uh, it, it should have been called. If a defensive guy is lined up offside, they're going to call him for offside. So he was lined up offside. It's a penalty. And, and the emotions of it, I, I think Patrick Mahomes let the frustration of the last month and a half of not being the same offense kind of spill out in that moment. And if you're Josh Allen, by the way, you go over to say Patrick Mahomes, hey, congratulations, nice game. Hey, what are you doing? Every you go so friendly, and he starts ranting about the call. Get out of my face! I don't want to hear that from you. <laughs> so sure. I think that's basically what it was. As for the officiating, Joe, I've been I've been a big proponent of adding another official for a long time. I think the game is so fast now and so wide open and so spread out. You need another official on the field to see everything and. And they haven't, you know, they, they experimented with it at moments. I just think they need to put another guy on the field. I don't know where you put him, but you got to add a guy on the field so you see it. Because the game isn't like it was back in the day. You know, when you had those officials on the field back in the day, you lined up and everybody was, you know, bunched up and they yeah. ran the ball. And you could see everything. Now you can't see everything the way you could back then. So I think they need to add another official. So, so pass interference has, has been the, the, the hot topic. What's pass interference? That was a good call. That, that was a terrible call. It was a terrible no call. Everybody's going through. What's your take? I don't think we can ever fix it in, in fast time with these guys running as fast as they are and getting these officials in position. And then they're bang, bang calls anyway, and they slow them down and they look terrible. But in real time, they look like, well, a little bit, but not – 
a good no call. How do you fix PI? Do you review it? That's that's oh. the question. I mean, it, oh. I mean, but it slows the game down, and and that's yeah. the, I think that might be the only way to fix it is to. It's such a damning penalty in the NFL. You know, in the in college game, it's not. You know, it's it's 15 yards, and, and but in the NFL game, it's such a damn. I mean, you could throw one up, a guy pulls a guy down, and you you're first and goal at the one. You right, know, and right. and so I. I think, you know, it could be for, if you're at the midfield, you throw one up and it could be first to go to one. So I think you have to, if you're going to try and fix it, you have to review it. And I don't know people are going to be happy about that because all that does is slow the game down. If they had a mechanism to speed that up and make the review quicker, then I think, you know, then I think that would be something to try and get that right. Because it is such a tough one to call. It really is. Did he push? Did he, you know, you saw the. The Hopkins, you're, you're probably referencing the Hopkins play where he pulled down Xavier and Howard the other day. That could have been called an offensive pass interference yes. if they went and reviewed that. So uh, I think those are the kind of plays where you might say, okay, maybe we need a quick review on this and get it right. Uh, I haven't asked anybody this. I wanted, I wanted to ask you this. Who, who's the second best team right now in the AFC with Jacksonville struggling with uh, – let me, let's go through this. Jacksonville struggling – the Dolphins with what happened at the end of that game against a four-win team. You, you look at Kansas City's lost a bunch of games here recently. And Baltimore, I'm just giving as the best team because they're out in front of everybody now. Who do you think is the second-best team in the AFC? We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I'd still probably lean to Miami if they're healthy. Um, you know, again, health is such a key part of what they have to do. I mean, they have to have those guys on the offensive line. Armstead's got to get into the lineup. You yes, know, they, they're not having not having the center the rest of the year is going to be really hard to deal with. And if they don't have Tyreek, it's it's really a big blow there. So, you know what else showed up the other day? Not having Jalen Phillips. I, I think that showed up in a big way in that two in both in the two last two minutes. They missed him. They missed him in the last yeah. game. It wasn't the same as the game before. I agree. Totally agree. No, no. So, you know, injuries are, are hurting them. And uh, in in, I think the second team in the AFC is wide open. By the way, I think the AFC is wide open. I think, I, you know, Baltimore, again, they've had defensive problems the last couple of weeks. That's concerning. Everybody has flaws. So I think the playoffs in the AFC are going to be kind of who gets hot, which is yeah. why, again, if Buffalo gets in, even if even if Miami wins a division and Buffalo were to get in as the seventh seed, nobody will want to play them because that guy can put that team on his back and, and go win playoff games. Especially the way he's running right now. He's back to old school, boy. Josh is running that friggin' ball. He even turned into a fullback from time to time. Pete, thank you, man. Really appreciate you, you coming it. on as always, buddy. Thanks. You got it, Joe. Take care. All you right. got it. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.